to take something you wouldn't suspect, so you pick the thing that you wouldn't suspect. Probably gonna be a lady. Yeah. But as I was watching the film, and they kill her off twice, like, or not not twice, but second, she dies. She dies <laughs> twice. <laughs> she dies twice. <laughs> <laughs> She's like Boris and snatched. Um, but when she died, tw- like the second time, oh gosh, when she when she was the second person to die. I was kind of like, oh well, you know, which is a very smart move by the devil. But um, I kind of agree with you. I did. There's a lot of stuff in this film. The score is a big issue because it kind of ruins. For me, it kind of ruined that opening. Those opening shots I thought were were really kind of disorienting and cool of upside down Philadelphia. But the score was just so. Reminded me a lot of an Inception score. They're just so heavy handed. Hmm. Um, yeah, I just saw it as, hey, let's make this elevator film and make it even scarier by making one of the people a devil. Yes, that would be awesome. And, you know, that's pretty much all it was. I mean, they just tried to have this claustrophobic horror film where they're stuck in this elevator and, uh, and one person was a devil. But the thing is, like, the people inside the elevator didn't even suspect that, you know? So no one suspected, oh my gosh, there's a devil in here. Mm-hmm. That's like, that's on the outside. So, mm-hmm. like, even from their perspective, all they saw was, oh, we're dying one by one, and they're just looking for a killer. So, like, this whole supernatural thing, it's just, it's just extra, and it doesn't mm-hmm. get integrated very well into it. Yeah. Um, I did not uh, get affected so much by the score. Like, I didn't really care. I didn't even care for that upside-down shot, like, in the beginning. I saw that, and I thought... Like, I was literally questioning myself. Like, did they, like, flip this yeah, upside down? Yeah, the same thing. And I was thinking about it. I was like, well, the words are right side up, like, for the credit. So, like, this is certainly intentional. It's just not well done. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh... Anyway, so like I, I see those as being complaints that you guys have. I didn't really have them as being complaints. It's, it's an intro, it's a poor intro. That's mm-hmm. fine. I'm okay with having a poor intro because I didn't think that this was going to be the best movie ever to begin with. But I was expecting to go into this and be scared. And I wasn't. There was no tension, there was no thrill, there was no suspense. I did not care when people were getting killed off because I wasn't invested in the characters, just like Steve said. You know, I um, I didn't know enough about them, and uh, and when I started finding out about them, all I found out was that they were bad people. Mm-hmm. There was nothing likable about them, so there wasn't a oh, who's it going to be next or. Because well, once you found out about them, once you found out their history, that was the point that they died. Uh, something mm-hmm. that you know, it was very the, when they would die it was very formulaic. You found out about the mattress salesman, he was kind of a sleazeball, and then he dies. Mm-hmm. The old lady dies after they realize that she's a pickpocket. Mm-hmm. The security guard goes down after they look over his rap sheet. Huh. You know? Okay. The other woman goes down after he goes and talks to the lawyer. So I mean you could literally uh, by the time yeah. after they had killed the old lady, you at that point you just knew who was going to it was just yeah. one yeah. after the other. Well, uh. I, I, I mean like let, let, like you that was the other big complaint. It's not scary. Yeah. There's not a lot of tension. No, no. Yeah. Now, Tom, you haven't spoken up yet. We know you have a different different opinion. I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't laugh. I, well, I defend your position. <laughs> First of all, I, I think it is a very flawed film. When you you were t- uh, giving your summary in the beginning, uh, you brought up the two major flaws that I have with it. And the one was um, the, uh, well, you didn't mention it explicitly, but it was the voiceover narration. Yeah. I tend to hate, almost always I hate voiceover narration, and I feel like mm-hmm. it was just extraneous. They, they, if they had spent more time thinking about it, they could have done something better with the, whatever. How that, 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 that can be done a lot better in like a monologue, a mythology. Or even just yeah. a, even just a short text on a short text at the beginning. Oh, voiceover narration is yeah. I was enjoying. Um, it was throughout the entire movie too. Oh, well. it's beginning and end. Yeah, it, it, was more, it was more toward the beginning and the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there's there's there's, 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 the there's a few scenes in the middle moments. where he's yeah. actually doing voiceover narration. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean they're very short, but it yeah, is. you're right, you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when the uh, elevator mechanic he gets killed, mm-hmm. he says the devil will take over. I, I, I even, like, during the movie, I was thinking that this 
could have been just uh, a killer in an elevator mm -hmm. scenario. Um, the only problem with the killer in the elevator scenario is how would the killer make the lights go on and off? Like the, the, super, yeah, the, the supernatural, supernatural stuff that was happening mm -hmm. kind of allowed the violence to happen. He's a genius electrician. <laughs> I mean, um, yeah. So it could have been screamed. So e even though, people. even though I thought it might have been a better movie if, if it wasn't a supernatural movie, mm -hmm. um, maybe halfway through I was on board with with it being a supernatural movie because I was I was starting to enjoy that. Um, I really liked the opening shot mm. uh, when it, when it first came up. My my initial thought was, really, <laughs> an upside down shot of the city. Um, but then as I was like, you know, kind of getting into it, I was realizing that the, the disorienting nature of the shot, I started finding interesting. And I, I also liked the way it um, tilted into the top of the building. Mm -hmm. I think if it hadn't done that, then it would have just, just been like a wherever yeah. for a minute. Like, upside down shot, okay, it's whatever, scary. But, um, but I actually thought it was pretty tense. I was I was pretty engaged the entire film, and I thought it was really well directed. Like a lot of the uh, scare scenes, like when the guy gets electrocuted, mm -hmm. you don't see him get electrocuted. You don't see him get electrocuted. Yeah, that was good. You you hear screams and you turn around, all of a sudden the guy's like stumbling out of the. But you know exactly what happened. They didn't need to show yeah. it. Right. Be graphic about it. And I really appreciate yeah. that. Like this this movie didn't feel like it needed to be explicit with the violence. Mm -hmm. Um, Even his death on the on the elevator, like the that when was so he, well done. He, you don't you don't see him fall. That was so well you done. You just see you know he knows he had a problem. Then you right. see blood. See then you go back into the elevator. All of a sudden you hear a thud <laughs> on top of the elevator. You already know what happened. Mm -hmm. And then you see the blood. That was very well done. And then they they're continuing. Yeah, that was well done. I hadn't um, thought of that. So why, thought, why is that considered to be well done? I don't understand. Like that scene and electrocution scene. Like that to me was like. Uh, because so because they force you to picture it in your head rather than showing it, so it because forces you to like engage into the movie. You're it puts you in the mind of the people that um, are in the elevator. Yeah, are in the lobby, or that are in the crowd in the lobby. Mm -hmm. You're not seeing the violence happen explicitly. You are part of the. You're in the, you're in the crowd experience of the aftermath of the violence, mm -hmm. um, and I think so so few horror movies do it that way. That I was really really appreciating the way it was structured. Mm -hmm. So even though I think there are major flaws in the movie, um, which which is frustrating because I feel like they were some of them were easily fixable, um, but the way it was structured, I was totally engaged. Mm -hmm. The whole time, and I like that they gave us um, a, a protagonist outside of the elevator uh, to relate to. Even though we couldn't relate to the characters in the elevator because mm -hmm. they're just despicable mm -hmm. human beings, mm -hmm. um, the detective outside the elevator, who we know his backstory and what kind of empathize with, mm -hmm. um, kind of almost acted as a surrogate for the audience. Yeah. Oh, I, I had well, trouble relating to him. My biggest thing with him was that he kind of just, like, how they told us his backstory. Some of it was kind of smart, but especially the moment where he he hands the, uh, the security guard the ticket. Yeah. It says, it says, like, I'm so sorry on it, and that's the way that he tells that his wife and kid died. Um, and that's I, such a personal thing for a person, for any kind of person, any kind of trauma that intense. First off, He's a policeman. Why in the world is he carrying around a piece of evidence? Okay, that's a piece of evidence. It would have fingerprints on it. Throwing it on yeah. the table. You don't get that. That's going to be in a case file somewhere yeah, yeah. with numbers on it, unless it's closed. I mean, that's, that's, that's a double homicide. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like that's, oh, that's that a sucks. big deal. And he's and he's a good detective. He, yeah. would, <laughs> he would care about that. He, yeah. he would not carry that around. That's kind of so that to me, like, it was immediately like, really? <laughs> I can't buy this. Um, All right. But, and then his scene, his, the delivery of it, what are you going to do? Um, but we need to move on and talk a little bit about, um, M. Night Shyamalan did not direct this, but... His name's all over it. 
in advertising, he, he is all over. So let's talk oh, a little yeah. bit about M. Night Shyamalan um, and how we feel about him. Uh, I know we mentioned after we saw Last Airbender that we wanted him to do more producing instead of directing. <laughs> and this is what he did. He produced. He produced this. Yeah, so what do you guys want? Yeah. <laughs> I want him to stop. It's a good question, Tom. It's a very good question. I mean, we talked about Sixth Sense is amazing. Okay, yeah. Let's yeah. let's talk about his trajectory. Mm-hmm. He started with Sixth Sense, no. which, well, okay, his big breakout we was Sixth Sense. Sixth Sense. Yeah. yeah, that's when we started. That's when I that's started when you noticed him. That's when people yeah. noticed him. And it's amazing. You go back now, you watch it again. It's still amazing. It's yeah. so well done. The dialogue is amazing. Everything about it is amazing. And then even knowing what's coming at the end of the film, even mm-hmm. knowing yeah. what's coming, it's yeah. totally still amazing. an amazing yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, it's brilliant. You and then so I have to watch it for the first time. It's <laughs> <laughs> all one ruined the ending for me. So I was like, I'm never gonna watch this now. No, it's, it's it's worth it. What did they tell you? Did they tell you Bruce Willis was a ghost? Because yeah. they're lying. That's a joke. He's not, <laughs> he's not a ghost. He's a bunny rabbit. <laughs> Harvey. You remember Harvey? Yeah. yeah. It's Harvey. It's a Harvey scenario. Uh, oh, crap. <laughs> I remember it. Um, and then there's Unbreakable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's totally genre bending. That's insane. It is why it's so insanely incredible. All right. Now I understand why it's um, And then comes Unbreakable, which didn't get as much notoriety, but it's still an amazing superhero movie. Mm-hmm. It's got a lot of it's, cult following now. Yeah, yeah. Really it's an incredible that. superhero movie. Mm-hmm. It takes the idea of the superhero and completely flips it mm-hmm. on. Yep. Yeah. And I love that one when it first came out. I, yeah. I, I didn't think it was quite as good as Sixth Sense, but it was... Well, that's that's the point. It's mm-hmm. a little bit worse. I know. It's not as good. And then there's Signs, which is takes the idea of the oh, alien invasion oh, movie yeah. Yeah. and does it great, but it's yeah. not quite as good as Unbreakable. Right. I think it's better than I, like, I, like I like it better. Than I think it's better than Unbreakable. It's so good. Yeah. Well, I think it's probably more watchable. It is. This is my description of Shyamalan Star, so it's yeah. not as good. That's the way it is. <laughs> oh, your time's up. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then Lady in the Water, which is ridiculous. No, no, no. That was not what came No, you're done with your time. Oh, no, no, no. It's a village. Village, yeah. I forgot the village. Suck at this. The village was. The first half of the village is great. The second half is atrocious. No, it's I'm not. not. It's not it's it's good. Good. It turns into a. It was marketed wrong. wrong. It was, it was marketed wrong. wrong. No, it was marketed as a scary film, and it's an interesting yeah. kind of possibly period piece, yeah. romance. Yeah, it's wonderful. No. I I love it as a romance piece, yeah. and to have a strong female lead, I yes, love Bryce, it. that. turned me on the Bryce Dallas Howard. She is amazing. Yeah, yeah. so good. Yeah. yeah, she is the star of that mm-hmm. of that movie. Well, he tried it for two twists. Yeah, yeah. twists and two exactly. twists. Yeah. yeah, and I don't think the second one was atrocious. Right. I think it lost focus. It goes anyway, It yeah. became a t- an issue of t- like when that first revelation happens. I'm done with the movie. So I'm waiting for. Who was honestly surprised by that? I'm waiting. No, I was. That they were the monsters? I was really? surprised, yeah. I'm, um, at that point, no, I'm no, waiting no, for it to end. <laughs> I'm like, okay. I thought you were good at this horror movie thing. <laughs> I was waiting for it to end. It was marketed wrong, though, because yeah. the monsters weren't the focus of the plot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I agree. They were a major part of it, but. Yeah. No, I agree with that. Sure. I mean, I, think, I, feel, I feel like science was marketed wrong in that. Science in some ways, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because once again, it's an alien movie, not about the yeah, aliens. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was about the people. Mm-hmm. So anyway, your point being that the village wasn't as good as science. Yeah, yeah. and then he jumps off a cliff with Lady in the Water, which I thought was totally disagree with. Okay. Uh, and, <laughs> and then the happening, which yeah. somehow he manages to get further down on the <laughs> ladder, and then he just. <laughs> and then the last Airbender, where he destroys my Isn't soul. I mean, I, <laughs> I I still wake up in cold sweats. <laughs> my my daughter cried for hours because of that movie. It, it's wow. Did you hear that? <laughs> Manite. Manite. You made you ruined my daughter's childhood. Yes, I know that. Was it your daughter who cried for hours? Or was it you? Who well, let's not get into it. Huddled together and just should not be pronounced all. My five-year-old yeah, daughter came out of that and goes, "Dad, that wasn't a good movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's bad." 
And this is the kid that likes like the district Disney straight to DVD like Tinkerbell films. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so, oh. so going into this, I admit I had a huge grudge against the night. Um, I was not. I was. I did not want to see this because his name was attached to it. I don't care if he didn't actually do anything with the movie, which he did write the story. I don't care if he didn't do anything. I just his name being near it makes me angry. Um, but I was willing to give it a chance and say, okay, because of six. <laughs> no, I was. Okay, okay. I yeah. feel like you haven't. Yeah. <laughs> I did go into this saying I'm going to give this a chance because because six cents. I I every time I the anger the rage swells up. <laughs> I go back to okay, but he did create six cents. Mm -hmm. Such a graceful film. Um, so amazing. Uh, so I I want but. I, I just I don't know I can't think of another director who has taken this kind of turn who has gone from brilliance I mean there are directors that do great things and then they turn out some crap and then they'll Spielberg. do something Spielberg does that a lot mm -hmm. he'll do like terrible mm -hmm. stuff too mm -hmm. uh, but he always makes good stuff along with it this has just been like it's he's accelerating yeah. it's exponential crapness <laughs> it's horrible so would you put the devil above or below Last Airbender? I would put it above Last Airbender. Okay, so he's on the way up. So he's yeah, 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 yeah. the biggest problem I had with the Lightning movie, and I'm saying this. He wasn't the director of I know, exactly. And the biggest problem I had with the movie was the story. I thought that you should the, without the supernatural elements, it would have been a better movie. So the story was the problem. So it's basically what he had to do with the movie. My problem with The Last Airbender was the script and the directing. Mm -hmm. That was, and that's what he did. Yeah. So it's a movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, no, the art direction was good, the score was good. Yeah. I mean, m my biggest problem with his movies have been him and not everything else around him. Yeah, I did see him, yeah. which is unfortunate. Which is unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, but, um, Awkward transitions, but we gotta move on so we can at least get to claustrophobia, um, so that we, so we can get to claustrophobia. So we can, <laughs> so we can talk about claustrophobic movies because this this is a movie that takes place in, in an elevator, and I did think the best scenes were when yeah. they were interacting inside the elevator. Right. That's true. Yeah, you know, it was just them. Do you think this is? Because for me, it might be a claustrophobic movie because it does spend a lot of time in the elevator. But there's a fair amount of shots of the entire city, yeah. of them outside, and the lead detective is outside the elevator. He is never in danger except mentally. You know, yeah. he's, he's going to go through some obvious trauma. Um, but it's so it's still is the central idea is in the elevator. Mm -hmm. Five people being trapped in a confined space together, and there really isn't yeah. an escape. I do not think this is anywhere near the level of, say, like, The Descent, though, or Few Five Seven One, yeah. in my mind, which is a very claustrophobic film. I don't think, I know we talked about claustrophobic horror just as, like, say, like, The Cube or something like that as well. Mm, just The yeah. Cube. Yeah. Yeah. Just Cube? cube. 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 It's also yeah. just Devil. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Sorry, I like to use articles. Yeah, well, you know. Um, <laughs> no, claustrophobic horror is probably the, I mean, The Descent. That is literally one of the most horrific movies I've ever seen. Um, because of that scene where she's trapped in the rock, and they're trying to, like, not, and there's nothing going on. There's nothing, like, but she's just trying to get through. Oh, that scene, I was squirming. And even the movie uh, Phone Booth. You know, mm -hmm. just the idea that he can't escape from that, that is horrifying to me. Movie. Even when there's nothing threatening you, the idea of just being stuck is terrifying. For me, and it, this movie question. should have used it a lot. I love it. In U571, when, when that kid is being forced to go down through the pipes yeah. underwater, Matthew McConaughey just shuts down and just tells him, go down there and die, essentially. Yeah. You know, you get back in there. And just those scenes, like, oh, wow. the, the entire. Yeah. I mean, that entire film, all those shots of just everything all compressed mm -hmm. and struck together, but still, like, long and tall. And I know that they, they, there's an idea there's a surface about them. But like, submarine movies are so... Just, I mean, that's just... K-19. 
Is that what well? Because they had the uh, ruptured nuclear reactor. Yeah. And it couldn't go anywhere to get away from it. They had, they had to stay there and deal with it. Most of them knowing that they were going to die because they had to each take turns going in mm. to fix it wow. with no protection. So. Mm -hmm. Didn't that Pandora? Uh, a little bit. There's that moment where he's stuck in the in all the tubes. Yeah. And it's it's just a, a horrific moment. Yeah, it's that, that that's not such a claustrophobic movie because that spaceship is so massive. Yeah, but it had, yeah. there there is that, that moment where it, and there are actually a few moments where it uses that idea. Well, spaceships are mm -hmm. spaceships like Alien. Alien. Yeah. Aliens yeah. are really claustrophobic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The scene that always gets me in Aliens when he's walking through the tunnel and it's just pitch black. You know that the alien's getting behind him, and they're like, "Wait, no, it's right behind." He's like, "What? What do you mean it's right behind me?" Do you ever in this in Devil? Do you ever get the that sense of just that skin crawl because they're stuck in that elevator? I don't. I never got that. Well, I know. I I told you we we had recently watched Paranormal Activity, and it has that. It, it has those moments when Devil will go to black, and I didn't dread those moments. Whereas when, when I watched Paranormal Activity, when we'd get to the moments, the night scenes, where it would just be at night, and it would just be the shots of the room, I dreaded those. I was so afraid when those would come up. Mm -hmm. Because I knew that that was a scary... Even though I knew that's when the scary stuff happens. Mm -hmm. it scared the heck out of me. Actually, I, I enjoyed the, when, when the lights went out in, in Devil. I was enjoying those moments because it was all reliant on sound. Okay. And yeah. I was using my imagination. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I enjoyed the idea of those moments. I just... It Everything that led up to it did frustrate me. I, oh, right. I couldn't stand it. It's like, I mean, as soon as the lights went out the first time around, I was like, dude, just pull out your cell phone. Like, that was literally <laughs> pulling out your cell phone. That's the first thing. And they I do do that. Eventually. Yeah. I, that was the worst part, that they eventually do figure that out. I'm like, come on, how dumb can you be? Like, you are, like, dying one by one, and you did not think in between, like, what can we do to make sure we can see every time the lights go out? Yeah, on, on one the side there's time, panic. Yeah, the first time. Is yeah, the first time totally panic. understand, but the yeah. second time around, come on, like you should be ready for that. I would be ready for that. I would actually, even the first time, if it went dark, yeah. I would. That's the first thing. I would a lot of people just instinctually now take a cell phone. Yeah, yeah. instinctually. I have a flashlight in my keychain. I mean, like, come on. Yeah, I just don't think about it. Yeah. yeah. Well, you would be the first to go. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so I, I just had a really hard time with it. It was just really hard to accept that these Well, how do you would... feel about claustrophobic horror in general? Is that something that gets you? Oh, or yeah. Is it... I, think, I think it certainly is a very, very good genre. I mean, the, part of the problem that I had with this particular film was that I watched Cube, like, right on the same day leading up to it. Oh, really? You know, yeah. And That's I was interesting. Like, yeah, so I was like, yes, Cube, this is going to lead up into the same type of situation. And I really enjoyed Cube. Did you watch The Cube or Cube? I watched one of those. Okay, two. look, The Cube <laughs> is my like reboot of yeah. Cube. I'm the target. It's the gritty reboot. Okay, yeah. And and uh, and it was just such a it's a very good movie because like all those characters, you don't know who they are when they first arrive, but you realize that you could be any one of those people. You know, like you, yeah. you you could be right in there with them, so you identify with them. And I think that's what made it so much more enjoyable because you're more invested in the characters. Whereas uh, with uh, with Devil, you're not. You're not invested in any one of them. You don't feel like you could be any one of them. In fact, like the movie directs you to to relate to the uh, the detective. So mm -hmm. you never feel that sense. So of do you feel like that just the, that claustrophobic environment is dependent on you identifying with the person yeah, stuck in that so, environment? Yeah. Otherwise, you're just an observer. Yeah, yeah. Because then I feel like That's I'm on the outside watching it. So I was like, okay. Because if you're, you know, if you're not putting yourself in that place, then it becomes you don't. Kind of, you, you don't might feel be why it's not scary. Yeah, yeah. You don't feel. I didn't thought about it that way. Yeah. Good. See, I didn't, I didn't. I didn't necessarily identify with the characters stuck in the elevator and devil, but I was still engaged. Are you sure? Well, by the end, actually, I, I did start identifying because there was there was the whole theme of, you know, everybody. Everybody's a horrible person yeah. in some way, and it's like you know, yeah. Yeah. I don't want you know, I don't want everybody to know all of my dark secrets. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> you can Google it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Actually, if you do Google me, you'll find out that I am straight. Tom, I, I actually, well, actually says that. Yeah, really. Uh, that's, that's a lot. Sure. I don't know where they got that from, but. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, but even though I didn't necessarily identify with them. 
um, I was still engaged enough that I cared what was going on. So that when the scary stuff started happening, I was, you know. Hmm. You know, it, it might have been, like, Alvin said that he had seen Q before this, and I, I had seen Paranormal Activity. So it might have been that our expectations had been biased, higher, yeah. different, expecting something else, not yeah. a clean slate going into this sure. thing that might have accounted somewhat. Yeah. But unfortunately, that's all the time we got. Okay. Um, so we won't be able to get to talk about soundtracks and score to you, but maybe you got the gist of why we wanted to talk about them. Because you shouldn't just hire 100 tuba players and tell them to make a score. Because <laughs> it was like. <laughs> so that's just a bad idea in general. Um, but next we're going to go on to our flip chart segment. We're going to put double onto it and uh, see what happens. Yeah, it seemed yeah, like it to me. Yeah. 
I'm definitely going dogma. Yeah, over I think I'm gonna vote dogma over devil. Just the strength of Kevin Smith versus the yeah. fall of the House of Shyamalan. So yeah, the fall of the House of Shyamalan. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going dogma. Yeah, dogma. Yeah, I even have to go dogma. There's also kind of dare I say classic appeal of dogma. Yeah, dare I say that that there's a sense that it it's holds. Little, it 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 little. sits in the, the <coughs> Kevin Smith canon. And that alone elevates it. Yeah. It does do that. That's true. So does Jay and Simon Bob. Cool. Alright, All right, so we got Devil versus Zodiac. Hmm. I've not seen Zodiac. I like Zodiac. It's a very slow movie, but if you're. You know. It's kind of the same problem that The Curious Case of Benjamin Button had for yeah. Great Adventure, in that the only reason it's slow is because it's three hours long. Yeah. You know. Um, Zodiac gets. It's almost kind of almost like there's three movies too, as it follows each of the three people. Mark Buffalo is the middle section, Jalen Hall is the last section. Mm-hmm. Um, and the first section is kind of about the actual killer and some of the killings. Um, it's really well done, all the really way through. Well yeah. Um, and it's a terrifying movie. Too. And it's, it's a terrifying movie. It's just you oh. get a little boring at times. The scene with Jake Jalen Hall in the basement with the creepy small guy mm-hmm. terrifies the heck out of me. Well, the scariest scene in that movie for me is in the park. In broad daylight in the park. In broad daylight yeah. in the park, yeah. That was horrifying. Just sounds really scary. I'm scared just listening to that. So I'm voting for Zodiac. <laughs> it's 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 good. It's very good. It's but yeah, it's long. Zodiac definitely beats Devil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So Devil has been added to our list. That's not that bad. It's not as bad as the other couple. Is that two thirty-two out of four hundred seventy-two? Ooh, it's not bad. That might actually. It is in our top 250. Wow. But our top 250 includes more than half of our lists. Yeah. All right, so now we're going to do a random ranking that has nothing to do with Devil. And that is going to be Who Framed Roger Rabbit versus Serenity. Mm -hmm. Josh Whedon's Serenity. Ah. Versus, versus, well, yeah. I mean, Spielberg did a Serenity. Is that progress isn't necessarily a good thing. 
Mm-hmm. And I grew up in Los Angeles, and the movie's set in Los Angeles, and there's like all this like uh, good mass transportation, and you know, and hey, there's that. Yeah, well, no, there isn't any more. That's the whole point. There's that scene where he says, we're going to make way for the freeway, where everybody will be. You know, and at at that time, especially, you know, the freeway was where you get locked up, and I knew that. And it was the first time I realized, wow, progress may not be, like, this wonderful thing that, you know, our society believes it is. That was was a big realization for me with that moment. And the idea was they were going to take Toontown yeah. down mm-hmm. to make way for the freeway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. I, I remember we talked about that scene and why he's allowed to kill that tune. I think I remember there's something with like, that's like a decommissioned tune or they use the goo to get rid of like, to depopulate Toontown. There's some kind of a, a, a loophole as to why you can kill that tune in broad daylight in front of a detective who's investigating Which, if that's true, that is really a really interesting metaphor for genocide. Yeah, yeah. it's fascinating. <laughs> wow. It's fascinating, yeah. We're really talking a lot about Uber Roger Rabbit, <laughs> but I love Serenity. <laughs> and Serenity's, I love Firefly, and Serenity is such a brilliant, original revisioning of just science fiction mm-hmm. films like that. Yeah. I, I love it. It's, yeah. it's better than Who Framed Roger Rabbit. I, I saw Serenity before I knew anything about the Firefly series. Mm-hmm. Um, and from the first shot, to, to the end credits, I was absolutely blown away by the whole thing. Yeah. I was like, this is the best mm-hmm. sci-fi movie of its kind since Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Almost better than Star Wars. I, I loved, and I was very really impressed with Serenity in the way that it introduced all of its characters mm-hmm. all within the first few minutes and just did a bang-up job of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like, I can go back and watch it now, because I, I think I saw that before I saw Firefly as well, mm-hmm. and I, I had a good understanding of each and every one of those characters, and I bonded with every one of those characters just within the first couple of minutes. And going back and seeing the series, like I just, I just love it and appreciate that much more. And uh, <laughs> it was really funny because here we are talking about Blue Frame Roger Rabbit. And I'm thinking, wow, yeah, this was really a great movie. This is going to be really hard for me to <laughs> to pick now. But like in the end, like yeah, come on, Serenity, it, it beats it, you know, hands down. Yeah. Even even if I didn't love Firefly. Serenity has a film that really, it's it just, space zombies, there you go. I, yeah, the reasons are scary. I, I feel fear in saying this, but I actually think Serenity is better than Star Wars. No, you can say this, no problem. Because, yeah, well, yeah, the, the wrath of Star Wars geeks everywhere. Oh, nice. oh, oh, okay. Uh, Wait, I mean, you're talking about like the whole entire series, or you're just talking about a new hope? New hope, new hope yeah, a new hope. New hope is awful. Yeah, oh, new yeah, hope. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I hated that movie. Because <laughs> what Serenity does. <laughs> I watched it now, it drives me insane. It takes the best element <laughs> of Star stand Wars, Luke. Which is Han Solo, the idea of a yes. rebellion in a civil war, and just dwells on those ideas. And it just. I saw it before the series too, and I was absolutely blown away. I loved when I found out that not only the modern the language was Chinese and English. That's brilliant. It's this is someone who wrote writes sci-fi that actually pays attention to what's geopolitics. You know, then I found out the idea that there's no aliens. Sci-fi with no aliens—that's ridiculous. But it was incredible. And then finally, when you find out the Reavers are just human beings, and there's nothing supernatural about them, and it's mm-hmm. just ridiculous corporations, basically, that mm-hmm. made them this way. Mm-hmm. It, it, I, I don't know. It, it's such a brilliant movie, and it's in my personal list, instead of our flick chart list, it's in my, I think it's in my top 10. Wow. Yeah. I, I just, I, I, I love, yeah. yeah I I can watch it over and over and over again. Anytime I talk to someone who hasn't seen it, I'm like, okay, we're sitting down now and watching this. Mm-hmm. It's just... Is that enjoyable? Yeah. It yeah. is. And it's fun. Yeah. It's, it's fun funny, movie. and all the characters are likable. Even yeah. the despicable characters, like Jane, are wonderful. But would you, would, you, would you make them watch Firefly series first, then? Would you no. Actually, it's not, it's it's actually, I had my friend who's sent in list, Juan, or questions, Juan, 
Yes, we know. Oh. We know. Oh. <laughs> I, so I, I didn't want to eat all this. He hadn't seen it before. And I was like, okay, we need to sit down and watch the movie. Mm-hmm. And then you can go back and watch the series. Okay. Um, because I think the movie stands on its own. It really does. It does. It really and, does. And it's and a so, great introduction. Well, it does. Yeah. He loved it. And now he's, yeah, he's yeah. been watching the series and loves it. And yeah. Yeah. It does not hurt to watch the movie before watching the series. Even if you know that, I can't remember the, the, the pilot's name. Wow. Uh, Wash. Wash. Oh. Yeah. That he dies at the end. <laughs> yeah. He ruined it. Um, I was watched. devastated. I never yeah, actually seen it. Yeah, just, <laughs> not having watched the series, that was devastating when it happened. Yes, it was. was. Even watching the series, I yeah. imagine that would be devastating. Yeah. It was. It's very devastating. It was I, I, I actually watched the series. I was one of these lone people who watched it from like the start. It was like crying when it was canceled. I feel like wow. yeah. there's still it still merits a moment of silence when you mention it because of its cancellation. Because of its it's cancellation. like how could this possibly? Yeah. And I, I want it to come back, but I know it would just be another disappointment because yes. it would just not be a um, I know we don't have much time left, but I, one thing I want to say uh, more about uh, Serenity uh, is I, I loved it even more after I found out why he started that series, Firefly. Um, and I think it's because I'm such a fan of Westerns. Mm-hmm. Westerns yeah. might be my favorite genre. Yeah. Cinema. And he made this after reading The Killer Angels, mm-hmm. which is about the Battle of Gettysburg. Hmm. Um, so this series is is a western in space, set in space, yeah. space complete with complete with you know civil war, uh, rebels, rebels. Yeah, and the whole thing. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. No laser guns or anything. Well, there are laser guns in the, in the series, but there's like one. Yeah, they're all using like bullets. Yeah, That's great. It's yeah. And there's six shooters on top. They, or they, they look like six shooters. Horses, horses yeah. towns yeah. in the middle of nowhere, and yeah. bar fights. <clears throat> and mm-hmm. They have the idea that not everywhere progresses equally. Right. Yeah. It's like most sci-fi, if one area is technologically advanced, everyone's technologically yeah. advanced. And this is like, wait, that's not the way the world works. The anti-Star Trek. Yeah, it is. So we're definitely, definitely voting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're so geeky. It's just so ad star. We laughed about how our list is so insanely geek, like, nerd centric. Yeah. I'm interested to see Planes yeah. Running up against a new Star Trek. Yeah. We can save that. That would be easy. That would be easy. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that would be tough for me. I think it would be tough for me, too. Yeah, it would be tough. So, that is the uh, end of our flick chart segment. If uh, you have a flick chart account, you can friend us. We are incidental dog at flick chart. Friends.
production office remake, mm-hmm. and that it is going to be the earlier reviews are that it's better than the original. So, and I think both me and Nate really want you guys to like it and mm-hmm. don't want there to be anything that could possibly detract from you liking it. Mm-hmm. And so that's why we, right. we don't want you to. Have you thought that I might resent the two of you? Yeah. <laughs> I don't and care. Well, resent, no, I, resent us. I, really I just want you to like the movie. That's I really want to remove that, that idea because yeah. I, I do think that there's a thing of, that there, there's a foreign bias. That the, the foreign film, or even that just there's a bias of the original's better anytime there's a remake. Yeah. yeah. The, the original's I better. Agree. And mm-hmm. so I also think it'll be really interesting. The other thing is I, I want you guys to see it not having seen Let the Right One that, no, that is and well. get a feel for it so we can talk about it no. without you understanding what the Let the Right One in does okay. and how it looks different. Okay. No, are we then yeah. going to watch the Swedish version after that before we do the podcast? Or is it going to be? No. Wow, no. Uh, okay. So, so that we get, just a pure, we get two different. A pure and naked yeah. view of the movie. Yeah. We want yeah. you and Tom to be new. Okay. Yeah. So then you can talk over us. <laughs> Where is this going? I slaughter women and you want new men in your podcast. What have we done? Wow. What has happened? Uh, wow, you're just gonna like yeah. be power you know, have a position of power over us. That's basically how it Turn into an SM yeah. thing that you just don't feel very comfortable. Anymore. This, is, this episode has no longer become family friendly. Like yeah, no longer is, Yeah, no good. NG. Okay. I'm going to tell you why <laughs> I, what I'm looking forward to about this movie. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what the segment is. When I, when, I, when I first heard about the movie, I I didn't care much because I usually I don't care much for American remakes of foreign horror films mm-hmm. because I think it's a trend. Mm-hmm. And it's a trend that I don't like. And yes, generally I find the original better. Um, but the, the two lead children, mm-hmm. one is Cody Smith McPhee, from the road, which was an excellent movie. Absolutely was amazing movie. And yeah. he was excellent in. And uh, Chloe Moretz, mm-hmm. who was phenomenal in Kick Ass. Mm-hmm. And Five Hundred Days of Summer. Which I didn't see. Oh. Um wow. But on top of that, it's wow. written and directed by Matt Reeves, who directed Cloverfield, which is one of my all time favorite uh, movies. What? Movies? Is it movies? Uh, movies? Well, like they say it's, it's definitely one of my favorite monster movies. It's definitely yeah, one, one of my favorite monster movies. But, but, it, but it's in my yeah, it's it's, mm-hmm. it's very high on my click chart list too. So, um, are we talking top two fifty or top fifty? Top two fifty. Okay. Top two fifty. But because because yeah. he's the creative talent behind it, mm-hmm. um, I'm thinking that it it might actually be good. Okay. I'm just okay. excited for for some of the stuff that I've heard and. I've read some interviews with Matt Reeves and some of the directions that he's taking it. Mm-hmm. Um, he, it is a reboot, but it's in a... A reboot? Or, like, or, or a, a remake. remake. I'm sorry, yeah. It's a remake, but it's definitely... He wants to do his own things with it. Yeah, it's, it's a reboot in the sense that, that he's... Yeah. It's not just a, a psycho. It's not a shot-for-shot remake. Yeah, okay. He's doing it in a different way. And from okay. what I've heard, it's amazing. Okay. And one of the reasons I'm excited about it is because when I watched it, I, I thought it was incredible. I loved the original. Yeah. But I remember thinking, wow, if this could be done in this way, that would have been amazing. Mm-hmm. If this could have been done in this way, that would have been amazing. Mm-hmm. And from what I've heard, he's basically taken all my suggestions. Wow. So wow. that makes him a very smart individual. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I think I do appreciate what you guys are talking about in terms of having a bias for seeing the original. Um, mm-hmm. I do remember when I was watching The Departed, I wanted to like the Hong Kong version a lot better than, than the remake, but I ended up loving them both, mm-hmm. um, which, which is a good thing. I, I really enjoy them both for what they are, um, even though I had, I had this bias and I wanted to like the original better. So that's something that uh, I noticed. Yeah, same thing with the ring. Um, when I watched mm-hmm. the Japanese version first, I really got scared out of my pants. But literally, like for that one, and then uh, then seeing the American version, yeah, both also very terrifying. So really enjoyed them both. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, just getting to see the American version first, because that that was going to be the opposite. 
Yeah. You know, and, and I'm wondering. There's always going to be a comparison. Yeah. Right? Well, and I so. saw I saw Vanilla Sky first, and then uh, okay, Open nice. Your Eyes, and I actually enjoyed Vanilla Sky quite a bit. Yeah. Um, and then, but Tom has mentioned that he doesn't like it as much because of the comparison. Mm -hmm. um, he enjoys Open Your Eyes more. So I think I think you guys will enjoy. Well, at least have the opportunity to enjoy it more because you're not comparing. Yeah. Okay. And that's why we're We're gonna let you watch it. Putting yeah, our foot no, down. Yeah. Alright. Yeah, I am pretty sure that I'm gonna want to watch the Swedish version before oh. we do the podcast. Well we'll have to monitor you twenty No, I think I think I will too and here's and here's the reason why. Um <laughs> we're gonna argue about this? Okay. No, I'm serious. The reason is because um if we're talking about you guys, are going to want to talk about the original. Yeah. Okay. And inevitably, I, there's going to be a comparison. Well, I don't want to have. We don't want you to talk over. I just, I just didn't want to. I didn't want to have it spoiled for me. The original. Yeah. And if we're going to be talking about it, then that's oh, a good point. That's right. another good point. Yeah. 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 So, so we're definitely going to watch both. We're definitely going to watch both before the next podcast. And uh, be able to do a little bit of comparison of the original and the remake, and and the different perspectives uh, that brings. So that's coming up next week. Okay. Uh, now we're going to do something a little bit different. Um, Tom has decided to put himself through agony for the month of October and watch a horror movie every single day. Um, not necessarily a good horror movie. Uh, or a recommended horror movie, but a horror movie every single day. All of these movies are available from Netflix. Instant Netflix. Um, instant Netflix, yeah. so you can watch them along with them. They're not paying if us you, to do right. this. No, they're yeah. not, unfortunately. But if they want what? to, yeah. Yeah. we yeah. will gladly take any sort of donations. Or yeah. beer. Yeah. Um, anything you're willing to give. Netflix um, beer? Netflix Comes beer. Comes in a red yeah. box? Comes in a red That would be awesome. Oh, yeah. That's a new business. Buffering. <laughs> but so we we are going to choose his first yeah movie. I, I, I will be I'll be choosing uh, a title at random. I, I've compiled a list of titles and there's maybe fifty or sixty titles in there, and then I'll be picking one at random the night before to watch the next day, and then I'll be recording my reactions to that, and you can see that on our rant pad and on YouTube. And um, hopefully by the end of it, he will. Just have some incoherent <laughs> video that he posts on YouTube that you will not. Rambling and But for the first uh, random one that I'm going to watch, I'm going to let somebody else pick the title out of this bowl. Sure. I will do the honor. I am the honorable person. And I got like a couple here. So we'll go with this. <coughs> and the winner is. Event Horizon. Ooh, interesting. Wow. That is an interesting wow. movie. I despise that movie. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't <laughs> realize that was on your list. Huh, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. That is. Um, but a lot of people consider that a great. Paul Thomas Anderson. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't love it's this. Disturbing. Yeah, it is very disturbing. It's very disturbing. It it to me, it was Hellraiser in space. Mm. That's mm. all. It was. Yeah. I. Did not like it at all. This one actually I saw a long, long time ago. But, but no, no. But um, I feel like I, I feel like I don't have a, a good. So. Yeah. Um, so. So I'll be I'll be watching this probably, probably be watching this on September thirtieth, and so that the first video can be up on October first, and I'll be doing that every night until October thirtieth. Uh, and then on Halloween, I will just be put away. You can watch it descent into madness. Basically, yeah, absolutely. It's sort of like Lindsay Lohan, except for <laughs> well, horror movies. Yeah, it's, it's I was going to say except on YouTube, but that's just <laughs> true. She's on YouTube. Yeah, I know. That's why, <laughs> except for horror movies. So, where on YouTube can we follow you? Uh, well, it'll each video will be posted on the rant pad. Yeah. Um, and okay. I'll be posting on the rant pad. Okay. Yeah. From YouTube. So. Okay. All right. <laughs> so you are going to have your own channel on YouTube, which we will put yes. across the screen later when we edit this. 
Well, yeah, it'll be right all out. here. Yeah, like yeah, like right across. Maybe maybe right there. Maybe right over Tom's face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right here. Yeah. yeah, certainly we will give you a location to <laughs> Guys, go to. I don't to, know if I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> to see this thing that Tom is gonna do. It'll be amazing. Yeah, it'll be awesome. So it'll be yeah, sparkly graphics. Probably just be YouTube.com/slash/TomCatbert. Yeah. No. Whoa. Are we using real names here? <laughs> wow. The paper. We use real names in this podcast. Oh Do my gosh, my mom could be seeing this. Do you not realize I put your real name in the credits? Wow. Yeah. We I even put your address. At the beginning. Yeah, really? Yeah. Well, how about my phone number? Guys, like, we have a twist ending to our... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. This is awesome. You didn't know we used your real name? So, uh, <laughs> watch this that's, podcast. <laughs> that's all for this week of Incidental, <laughs> Incidental Dog. Uh, you can email us at incidentaldog at gmail.com. You can visit us on incidentaldog.com. Um, or you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, various other social networking outlets. And we'll be back next week with Let Me In. I like mermaids. <laughs>